Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Let me take a second here to to introduce our first guest, uh, Carter Pilcher, is one of the founders, I believe, but is chief executive of Shorts TV. Uh, he has been um, in the forefront, as I said, of promoting short formatted films for many, many years. He's a member of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Science. Uh, uh, what am I trying to say? The uh, oh my gosh, the Carter, are you there? The, uh, uh, the uh, yes, the, <laughs> the Academy of Motion Pictures. There and is. I'm in the uh, short film and feature animation branch. Thank you. I couldn't say it, and I, I just rather than stammer like uh, like I just uh, you know just woke up. I thought I <laughs> thank you, thank, thank you a, so much. It's a very long title. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and uh, he has visited us every year for the last five years to talk about a remarkable group of films. It's uh, as I say every year, and I'll say it again this year. Uh, some of my favorite films of the year are in this format and have been nominated for Academy Awards. All of these films are eligible to win the Academy Award in their categories. And uh, Carter, how are you doing? How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, thank you very much. We opened the films uh, just as a for the premiere yeah. and press screenings on Wednesday night in uh, New York, and then they open everywhere uh, today. As as you know, Mike, it's it's really three releases wrapped up into one. Right. There is a but they're separate releases, and most of the theaters sell tickets individually to each one. So there's an, uh, an animated short film release. It's a uh, 75 minutes worth of the animated nominees. There's a 120 minute release that's the live action films. And I just should caution viewers that listeners that, that it is, uh, it is the strongest release we've ever had. And so you better, uh, uh tighten your seatbelt before you go watch it. And the, yeah. and the, uh, last release, is the documentary shorts, and in most theaters except New York, they're this year they're uh, short enough to be able to be released as one. Sometimes we have to break them into two part screenings, but this year's going to be one part screening, and uh, so that that is about a hundred uh, an hour and twenty minutes. It's and that that is also a very uh, exciting screening. Sorry, two hours and 20 minutes. So it's a little bit long, but it's very good. Right, it is. It is. Well, just for people here who are listening to the sound of my voice here in Southern California, the animated and live action shorts are opening in Los Angeles at the landmark New Art Theater. The documentary shorts are opening at the Lemley Glendale, and that's today, uh, February 8th. And for one night at the NoHo, Lemley NoHo, on February 9th. So we, we have a it's a great lineup, great. Uh, and so let uh, again. I don't know if you want to just dive right in, or do you want to? Let's talk a little bit about Shorts TV and and your role in that, and you know what it means to you to be able to promote these uh, many times new filmmakers just starting out, but also we we also see uh, veteran filmmakers getting into the short format, uh, especially in the documentary realm. But Let's tell me a little bit. Let's let our audience know a little bit about your role and and in Shorts TV and and just your absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we we founded Shorts TV uh, almost fifteen years ago. It uh, is a company that just 
only distributes and uh, short, provides short, short form entertainment and short movie entertainment to our audiences. We have a television network, Shorts TV, that's uh, on in America on DirecTV and some of the cable systems, Google and CenturyLink. We're also available in Europe, across Europe, and this year we launched a Spanish-language feed called TV Cortos in all across Latin America on DirecTV in Latin America, and we launched in India, Shorts TV India, all across India. So we're now in 70 million homes across the the world. Every year we release we in theaters here, and now we're doing releases in lots of uh, outside the United States. We release the Oscar-nominated shorts. All, uh, we work with the Academy for this is our 14th year, and uh, and take all the nominees in each category and create a separate movie uh, of the feature-length movie of the nominees in each category. And every year we have this conversation. It seems that the the depth and breadth of filmmaking in the short format gets better and better, and the expansive um, audience, the the way in which you're delivering these uh, films to the audience is growing every year. You're expanding around the world, which is just a, a great uh, development for you and for people who love film. And uh, so it's it's always heartening to talk to you about this because we both share this love of film in general, but also I think for the short format as well. It's a particular joy to be able to talk about this in very positive ways. It's as as you're talking about, more and more people have access to these great films. Yeah, it's a it's it's you know I have to tell you one of the great fun things is to sit in a theater and listen to the audience as they scream and cry and laugh with the film. Yeah. It's, a, it's just so much fun to see other other people uh, enjoying films as much as we do. Yeah. Well, where, do you have a particular... And these are great films this year, I have you, to say. Yeah, they are. I, I was just going to say, do you have any preference, uh, live-action, document, or animated, want to, want to begin with, or uh, do you have uh, any... Well, let, let me just... So, yeah, let's start with animation. Okay. I think animation is... Uh, this year, a beautiful release. It's a happy release. Uh, there, and but it has some very grown-up uh, films kind of thrown into the mix. Um, there's uh, Disney. Uh, sorry, Disney Pixar and really Pixar has put has a nominated film called Bow, yeah. which is uh, it played in front of The Incredibles this year. It was a uh, beautiful story about a mother and her son. Yes, but it has an incredible and quite uh, shocking twist. Uh, it has gone down well in some places and not as well in others. But it's a, it's definitely a film uh, that Pixar has. It, it does some things that Pixar has never even considered doing before, uh, and and I think that's uh, maybe Mike one of the 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 things that's happening this year is that filmmakers are really starting to stretch out. Even traditional filmmakers for traditional companies like Disney stretch out beyond their bounds and and take on subjects we never would have thought about. And it's in every release, this idea. So that was, and and Disney did that in Bow. Uh, Roger Ebert picked One Small Step is his absolute favorite film, which is a wonderful story about a young girl who uh, whose father makes it and the memory of her father uh, makes it possible for her to achieve amazing things late afternoon is uh, a very lovely beautiful look at a uh, life from the perspective of someone with alzheimer's and it's a it's 
it's reverent, it's kind, and it's and it's really a special piece of. It's not just a film; it's more even a, a thought piece. Yeah, animal behavior, yeah. on the other other hand, is uh, hilarious. Uh, I don't know. What did you think about that one, Michael? Uh, yeah, I thought it was funny. I, th- I, it's one of the, it for me. It was a film that took a little bit of time to develop in terms of where it was going and what it was sort of, you know, what it, where it was going to end up. But I think uh, after a couple of minutes, right. you kind of get it, and then you understand. And it, it, yeah, it's a very funny film. And also, again, you know, um, as, as a theme through, I think almost every film that we're going to talk about today, there is something. A little more grown up about the the themes of in, including this one, even though it's lighthearted in a lot of ways. But it's it it sort of is it's in that it's in that uh, vein. Um, so probably, yeah. The- I think it definitely it's taking on some. In, it takes an interesting, a humorous uh, look at a therapeutic society. Yes, right. And it, it so, kind of says, uh, it kind of asks the question. Uh, where do our uh, our natural urges uh, stop, and our and how do we and do we ever really curb them? And it's a, it's a very humorous but serious. I think grow, a grown up maybe is a good word. Yeah. a grown up look at at a funny uh, set of situations that we all that are very present around all of us. And it's about acceptance. It's about you know understanding that not everyone is the same. Not everyone should be expected to to share the same perspectives, but at the end of the day, uh, it's about being able to reconcile and to, to essentially deal with, with all these differences in a way that is productive and positive. Yeah, I think I missed one. Uh, oh, you, uh, weekends. There's one, I, I, I can't remember. Weekends. Yeah. We, we didn't talk oh, about Weekends, yeah, Sorry, we, yeah. We didn't which do- is a beautiful... Yes, beautiful film. What did you think of that? Well, again, another one. This is a. It took again. It takes a little bit of time to understand what's going on. There, you're not quite sure the relationship with this young boy and the woman that he in, in the film starts out. He's he's with, and then it you eventually not doesn't take a long time, but eventually you figure out that this is a child whose parents are divorced. Now again, another very kind of adult right. theme, but and then you see that you see both sides of the of the equation and you see the the son the son's point of view but you see it from the point of view of the divorced parents and the the trade-offs that they make and 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 at the end of the day you know how do we how do we reconcile this situation to the to the betterment of our our son and there is a back and forth and it's 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 not all even it's 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 sort of to and fro in terms of the perspective of the film I really liked it. I thought the animation was very interesting as well. Yeah, I, very beautiful. Uh, Trevor Jimenez, uh, you know, is a he did this on. He's a Disney animator. He's a brilliant filmmaker. He's been nominated uh, before. He did this, but he did this on the. Uh, you know, Pixar lets the guys uh, use their rendering equipment at night yeah. and on the weekends. Uh, without charging them, they just but they they can't use their work time to do it, but they can they can use the equipment if it's outside of work time. And he made this film on that program. Yeah. Uh, a couple of years ago, we had one called Borrow Time. Right. It was made the same way, but it's uh, but it's a very beautiful 
film that looks hand-drawn, but actually it, it's using the 3D CG uh, capabilities. It's a, it's a really, it's the, the treatment of the film is very, very special. Yeah. I think. It's you know, a, just the, the it's look and the artistic direction is, is amazing. It's a very stylized animation uh, process um, look to it. Very much yeah. so much more, I think, than I, I can't think of another one in this group that is as what I would call stylized as this one is. Uh, yes, definitely. Yeah. definitely. We can um, did you have, and, and now out of all these, did you, are we allowed to say who our favorites are? Did you have a favorite? I, I like or one who, small, do you, who do you think is like, going to be the Academy favorite? I think, uh, one, I think One Small Step is my favorite as well as uh, the Ebert crew. Yeah. Uh, I, I really liked it a lot, and I thought it was... Yeah, it was it was a lot of things. It was very relatable. Uh, it, you, you're rooting for you know the the young daughter all the way through. I just I I felt it in in many ways the most positive film of the ba- of the batch. It, I don't know if that yeah. not that they're not. I, I no, go ahead. No, I but it makes me uh, get kind of teary eyed every time I see it. I just think it's such a great picture of everything you would hope uh, a young person could achieve. And, I, and the kind of support you hope they would have. Yeah. yeah, and it's no small, you know, sort of a cultural perspective that it's about a, a young girl who wants to be an astronaut. So it, I think just there's there's a lot of a lot of themes like that in these different films. But I think empowerment of of young women is certainly it's a winner, and it really plays itself out well. I think it's one. yeah, yeah, it's really fantastic. It's and uh, there is one other. And just to kind of slide into, and I know this is a jump, but the docs, you know, one of the things that's very interesting, Mike, in the this release of 15 films, there are five women nominees. Mm-hmm. Almost all the women nominees in the Academy for films, uh, not for makeup or, or supporting actress or that kind of thing, but filmmaking achievement nominee women are all here Mm -hmm. how about that so one of the docs that is uh amazing is also very much about female empowerment and uh absolutely and if you didn't mind if we went talked over about the docs no please please. yeah maybe before we yeah, do that, b- before we do that, uh, Carter, I want to r- remind our listeners we're speaking with Carter Pilcher. Uh, he is uh, the chief executive of uh, Shorts TV and one of the uh, Academy Award um, on the on the on the panel, if you will, uh, for the uh, dis- uh, for deciding the Academy Awards for these uh, these different films. Yes, the the documentaries. I I loved every one of these documentaries. They're really good uh, documentaries this year. So. Uh, you want to talk I about think this was the most shocking best year we've ever had, I would say, for documentaries. Yeah, with hands down, absolutely best year. Yeah. So you want to talk about period? Um, period end of sentence yeah. is just such a, um, well. All these documentaries are great, um, but I just wanted to start with period end of sentence because I just think it is it follows on from this theme that kind of is developed in the animation that this idea of very positive. Uh, things that that uh, you know that are a women's empowerment always sounds like kind of big pie in the sky kind of thing, and the what one small step shows is it's not. It's just believing in your daughter, and and that's enough. And 
and what period end of sentence, the, the really great story behind this movie is that a bunch of kids at, and I'm sure I'm going to get this wrong, but I think it's Oak County High School in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, that sounds right. Oak High School, is that... Is that oh, um, I have it. Hold they heard about this, um, the fact that women in India, uh, you know, it's, it's amazing. Every woman in India has an iPhone or a Samsung uh, smartphone, but they they but menstruation is still treated as something out of medieval times. Right. And period end of sentence is the story really of a high school in California in Southern California that learned about that. They got together and they did yoga thons and they did Kickstarter programs and they raised some money and helped women in a little village in India, powered them really to start their own business making sanitary napkins for other women. And and it's, it's it's such an uncomfortable and bizarre subject for a film that you kind of think when it starts, you go, how can we be talking about this? It's just totally weird. <laughs> and then you roll into the film and you realize that this is how we really empower women in a real way. And it's just, I think to think that kids in Southern California just came up with this and did it is, you know, the, the Oscar in, in this category, in my mind, should go to the kids, not even yeah. the filmmakers. <laughs> I just think it was such a great heartwarming story. It is. It's so great. And you're absolutely right about all this. The, the, the opening of the film where they're talking to... Uh, Various people from the from their community from their town where they ask uh, about menstruation. Do they know what it is? And the, these those guys sitting on the bench go, "Isn't that a isn't that a disease? Isn't that a isn't that an illness?" I mean, it, there's just so the 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 thing that we we need to do. And this film really is a a great uh, illustration of that. Is getting people to understand just the basics of human existence, particularly when it comes to women, and understanding that this isn't voodoo, this isn't magic, black magic, this is it. And, right, bringing it down to a level, and then to see these women embrace it and how they run with it and how initially there's this kind of cultural uh, uh, reticence to move, you know, to, to even talk about it, and then to see them embrace it and the way they move, the way they turn it into something so positive, and now they have money now they have some freedom now they have just there's so many things about this film that is just a terrific film ah <sighs> yeah i i tell you i i love it now the other films in the release are also amazing yes like you said uh which one so do you why don't you pick one and you okay well, okay okay well I'll, I'll follow up black sheep uh, Black Sheep, uh, I thought, was a bold choice. The way that it was told, uh, the way you're, the it, when you when it opens, there's a an African American man, British, you can tell by the accent, and he's he's just sort of talking to the camera, talking right to you, and then as you see his story unfold from there. I just I, I really like this because this intimacy, this sort of pull you into this story by by sort of force of his personality and his presence is just a great way to get people yeah. into the story. What do you think? It's an amazingly made film, and it's a it's a story. The story is uh, uh, there was a murder of a little kid in a council estate in London, in South London, not actually very far from where I live. And uh, and this happened several years ago, and it scared the black community 
a lot because this is, it was just random. The kid was a ten-year-old. He had it was nothing that he'd done that anyone he'd never hung around with drug kids. He just and they chased him. It was some kind of weird gang thing, and they chased him and killed him, slaughtered him on the steps of his apartment building. Yeah. And uh, and so this is the story of a kid who then moves. His family moves out of the city to escape all that stuff, but then they uh, land in Essex, which is east of London in the countryside, in a place that's never that doesn't have any black people at all. Yeah. And he tells of the horrible difficulty of growing up and being kind of a, a member of a white gang, and it's uh, yeah. you know it really lays bare all these different cross currents of cultural uh, assimilation and of uh, kids. An acceptance, uh, contact in his eyes, so he won't, will fit in better with the other kids, uh, even though he's black. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, yeah. he, he, he even makes it's, it's cute, he makes fun of himself, saying, you know, <laughs> I must look hilarious, but they accepted me. And, you know, so all yeah. of us have that basic need of wanting to be accepted, and it's just a, it's a very uh, moving story about, about how that happens. Right. He, um, Right. I would say the most, uh, well, the most uh, film probably that people may have seen before is called uh, End of Life. Yeah. It's a, a very well-made film by some, some Academy Award-winning documentary directors, uh, Rob Epstein and Jeffrey Friedman. Right. It's a story of, uh, of um, really two paths uh, in San Francisco that, uh, and it looks at two paths that people are choosing as they as their lives uh, come to an end. Uh, one is to stay in the hospital and receive care there, and, and another is to go receive palliative care outside the hospital. And it's kind of a uh, a very gentle look at at that process. It's it's certainly beautifully it's, made it's and, beautiful. and respectfully made. It's a yeah. you know it's it's a um, it's a, a, a hopeful film, I think. I do, I do too. I uh, think one, once again a film that's dealing with things that are real, and uh, and uh, relatable for anyone who's had elderly parents or grandparents, and, and they've seen them go through something like this. They uh, they can completely understand it. It's a film that they will really connect with, and even if you haven't gone through it, you'll understand very intuitively why why this is such an important subject to be talked about. Um, Lifeboat is another yeah. film, uh, a film that uh, we're in some ways familiar with this issue of uh, the refugees fleeing from North Africa to get to uh, Europe, to Greece, to Italy, wherever it might be. Uh, Sky Fitzgerald did a terrific job of bringing us right inside of the, the situation and humanizing it through the eyes of these people who do some remarkable work saving these people's lives. It's a, Lifeboat is, again, Yeah, it's, it's a always... Always amazing, and it's beautifully done documentary. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a humanitarian crisis. I think we've had at least one of these almost every year for the last three or four years. So, right. Uh, right. It, but it's a, it's a lovely documentary. And then the last film, uh, Night is at the Garden. The yeah, it's uh, Night at the Garden. Seven, seven minutes. Night at the Garden. A powerful seven. seven minutes, a powerful seven and, minutes. Uh, my, 
Mike, tell us what you you you're, uh, you want to. I'll I'll give a I'll, yeah I'll, then, I'll give uh, a quick give your reaction. yeah I'll give a quick summation of it. Uh, basically, this is uh, archival footage from 1939. Almost we're almost at the anniversary. It was on February 20th, 1939, that there was a rally in Madison Square Garden that it was packed. I think 20,000 people packed Madison Square Garden for it was essentially a uh, Nazi American Nazi rally. And uh, and we see this, we see the packed auditorium. We see the speakers uh, talking about the the Jewish influence on labor unions and our media. We hear all the hateful speech, and, and and we see it all in a way that I don't think any of us ever envisioned that this would have been something that would be happening in one of the most sophisticated, urbane cities in the world. Here we have a cadre, a significant amount of people embracing fascism. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> fair. And I think it's, uh, goodness, it was, it's a bit of a shock that, you know, they have a, a two-story uh, picture of George Washington at the center. Yes. That I think, you know, the filmmakers uh, Marsh- make no comment. Yeah, Marshall Curry. provide yeah. the footage. Yes, um, yeah, Marshall Curry did a so, great job. So it is, but, but I think it is, it is, there is some attempt, you know, it is provided at this time in our history. I think, uh, you know, there have been fear among many quarters, probably unjustifiably so, that, that, uh, that it, you know, people who love America, who, who love America maybe get, get caught up in, in movements like this. But I, I think that that's probably not, not what is most interesting about the footage. What's most interesting is that, uh, you know that these things that we kind of look at ourselves as being, uh, and this is this whole facing real issues and thinking about real yeah. challenges. You know, this is a challenge because you say, "Oh my goodness, how could that have happened in America?" Well, in New York and, City, you know, so I mean, so yeah. it, and in New York City, in urbane, yeah. educated yes. center in the center of the world, really, yeah. and we're not. Um, so it's not just that the Germans were some kind of uh, lost in some kind of weird, weird Hitler-focused world. Americans got caught up in whatever it was that uh, was was uh, was moving people at that time. So yeah. it's a yeah. it's a it it definitely is a thoughtful, interesting piece, and one that that I think uh, challenges us to. Yeah. Really look inside of ourselves, and that, and on that note, looking inside of ourselves. Yes. What did you think about the live action film? Well, I again, we we talked a little bit off mic. I, this is the this is the boldest, most uh, kind of uh, I say aggressive may not be exactly the word I need, I should be using, but it is something that it's hard to turn away from the what what these films are are trying to get to uh and not see the the seriousness of these films um with with um i don't think any exceptions they're all hard hitting films uh let's let's jump right in yeah. okay wow. uh, okay um okay let's well my favorite and i don't know if i want to start with my favorite but i i think my favorite was detainment okay all right detainment is basically a story of two young boys i think they were 7 and or 11 and 9 or something around that that age and they may or may not have been responsible for the death of a, a two and a half year old and it we follow this yeah, sort of and, trail. And, go ahead 
Go ahead. And it's a tr- it's a true story. And I live in the UK, and so I am. Uh, it's the story of James Bolger. And James Bolger was a uh, a young kid. Uh, these two guys, had, and it, it's a you know in the UK back in the nineties, and and after it went on, you know, it's it's in the press at the drop of a hat. It's very cut. The film itself, this film, detainment. Uh, the mother has called in Britain for the uh, for the Academy to not to unnominate the film to get to disqualify it because she feels like it's uncomfortable and she doesn't want this to be discussed. Britain has a different sensibility about the way what kinds of things filmmakers can investigate. You know, the the Queen asked people not to film her children, and amazingly, in Britain, the the press. You know, she, they agree that she's gonna. They get to film them twice a year, and uh, yeah. the press is happy with that. In America, as we all know, <laughs> if President Trump asked the press not to interview children except twice a year, it would be outrage and <laughs> and that kind of thing. So there's a very yeah. different sensibility right. in England yeah. about how the press handles things like this. So it's created some outrage. Yeah. It's uh, it's a film. I think I think you have to see this. Yeah, it's a it it, it uncovers. A something that this is again this idea of looking inside ourselves. You know, we can look inside ourselves, and in some cases, and be people that are helping women achieve great things. We can also look inside ourselves, and we can see that we can do. We we can be at the night of the garden, or we can do horrible things as ten-year-old kids to murder another child. Yeah. And it's 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 too. It's so hard. You know, there's nothing violent in this film, graphic violence, no, no. but the, the idea of it is so horrifying and so overwhelming, and frankly, I have to say, so well acted, yes. that it is almost uh, something that you cannot quit thinking about after you see this. Right. I think all the all of the young actors in all of these uh, live-action films are quite good. Uh, they're all excellent. So, uh, right. Amazing. Yeah, we're we're so that, so that was that was the the kind of the biggest film. I, I would say it's the longest, and it's maybe the biggest. The uh, at, uh, after that one, there's a uh, there's also one that is interesting more for its technique uh, than anything else. But it's it's brilliant. The technique is brilliant, and the the suspense is unbelievable. And it's a story. Of, it's called Madre. Yes. Uh, or mother. It's a Spanish film. Uh, young young mom on the phone to her son. Parents are divorced. Father's off at the beach. She's on the phone to her son, and the as and it's all done in one shot. Terror builds as she realizes all might not be okay with her son, yes. and she's separated and can't do anything about it. And literally, it is a one shot. One woman talking on the phone, and you hear the son's voice. And that's it. Yeah. And her mother's there in the background, but she. But it is one of the best acting jobs and one of the best, uh, most interesting filming jobs that I've seen in any movie in a long time. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. I, with j- just what you said. It's, it's very compelling, and it just ratchets up the kind of the, the pressure as as you move forward in, in this film. Um, we got to move a little more. It's, we got to move. Well, yeah, it is. It's very well done. Um, up next is how do you say this? Fave or Fave? Mike, Mike. Fove. Fove. This is one uh, that Fove. is is tough. This is a tough one to watch as well. Um, it's about two boys who are 
kind of messing around and they're doing what kids do running around and they end up in kind of a, a gravel pit uh, and and uh, things bad things start to happen and uh, this one again uh, this one was tough uh, I don't know what you you thought of uh, thought yeah. of this it, I mean it, I, I think it, it's tough and I almost think it you know I think audiences should be prepared this is a film you know, detainment is tough. It's tough in a in a more intellectual way. This is tough in just a horrific way. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, if you're not ready for horrificness, this this film this film and skin probably uh, will be too much for you. Right. Um, well, let let me just say the, let me say and, it's, and I think uh, I just yeah. wanted to say in its defense, all of these films are terrific filmmaking. It's a as a filmmaking exercise. It is very well done. No, no, that's 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 where I would sort of say on on the on the, you know, if you want to see it, you you'll be impressed with its ability to to do what it does. Whether or not you are ready for yeah. what it does, that's a whole other story, right? I, I think that's exactly right, and I think that it is. I think this is, you know, this is what I I think this every year, but I'm now certain of it, and that is that the best some of the best movies. You can go look at the feature. There are a bunch of the feature. Uh, nominees for best picture that I don't think are as good as the shorts. Yeah. I would say even you know the bot. There are probably a third of them that that are not as good a film as the shorts are. Yeah. So the last okay, last one. Uh, Skin Marguerite. Marguerite is a very uh, yeah. positive, more positive film. It's a story of a a woman who at the towards the end of her life who falls yes. realizes that uh, and what uh, a past love. And uh, and has a very interesting journey of self-discovery. She does, and it's a touching film. And uh, a, 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 the life that she could have led in the sort of this bittersweet qu- uh, quality to it, it's extremely well acted. And uh, the give and take between the two uh, primary characters in the film is just is wonderful. It's a wonderful thing to watch, and they do a great job with this film. Uh, and the last one... Yeah, it... it- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry, Carter. I didn't mean to. Is skin and yeah, skin, skin yeah. is a skin is no. That's good. Thank you. Skin is probably the most difficult film to watch. I think. Yeah. Most shocking, maybe, is a better way. But I think the Fove is most difficult to watch. This is the most shocking. Yeah. It stars a uh, a young girl that is now becoming quite well known. She's in several big movies. Uh, she is, and she's the mom, and I can't think of her name. Mm-hmm. Daniela something. Okay, uh, I have that in. Okay. And she, uh, but anyway, so so it's a good good cast. It's a a bit of a caricature of uh, um, gun happy uh, people. Yes. Uh, and a, a lifestyle that's quite um, bigoted, really. And they, uh, but they they kind of get their their uh what's coming to them yeah. in a very horrific and shocking way it 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 is a it is a angry film in terms of I mean, angry maybe that's not the right word again i'm trying to a fear... angry from the moment you see you see the film i think the whole every bit of it is angry yeah angry it's a fierce film it's a film that is you know it's not going to pull its punches and it doesn't <laughs> it does not and uh again <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so uh, well, I, I totally agree. Thank you so much. I appreciate nope. it, and I th- hope everybody will get a chance to see the films. I would say, uh, just to summarize, animations are beautiful and happy and fun. 
the uh, and, but with some very grown up themes. Yes, like the documentaries are there are uh, beautiful, amazing documentaries. They're the right length of time, and each one of them presents some interesting ways of looking at the world in a different. As, the live actions, yes, honest, best filmmaking out there. But you gotta have a strong stomach to go see it. And honestly, as we as I say to you every year, yes, thank you so very much for coming on. I I so appreciate your time, and I so appreciate your perspective, and the fact that you are uh, such a. Uh, wonderful um, ambassador for, for, for a short film, short film uh, format, and uh, continue your, your quest to, uh, to, 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 uh, to enlighten the world about this wonderful form of filmmaking that often does not get its due. And the Academy Awards are coming up uh, at the end of the month, and we'll see some of these, three, at least three of these people on stage talking about this great work that they've done. And I and you, Carter uh, Pilcher, uh, deserve a tremendous amount of credit for elevating this to the level it is now. And I, I really appreciate your time and, and what you do. Thank you, Michael, so much. It's great to talk to you. I love it. Uh, take care. Have uh, have a great uh, great Oscar uh, next couple of weeks. Yes. It's a, it's a fun ride. Yeah, it should be. All right, Carter Pilcher, thank you so much. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.